0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Nigga, I'm the colonel of this motherfucking tank. Y'all at the big things, we at the big bank. Third world hustlers, soldiers and convicts, convicts and dealers, killers with some true tasks, never give a fuck about no hoes or no riches, and niggas come up short. I'm digging ditches. MP pulling strike commander in chief. And fools run up wrong, nigga. I'm knocking out some teeth. I'm down here slanging, rolling with these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters. Stepping on cold, breaking nigga nose in the project. Nigga, anything goes. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's, uh, get right into the show. Uh, I know my man A. Dub listens to the show. He's the one who called us and left us a voicemail about how the spoiled college kid that wanted her parents to pay her tuition was similar to ncaa athletes or some shit or me not supporting her made it kind of dissimilar to him and everybody was like what nigga you crazy um <laughs> he left us another voicemail um to like rebut rebut what i was saying but it was six and a half minutes i'm not I can't play that, bro. Yeah,
0: that's too. It's too long.
1: long. If you want to call back and leave a three-minute or less voicemail, we'd be
0: more than happy
1: to play. More than welcome to do that, but we can't be uh, hemming up the show with six, seven minutes. I already feel like I've talked about this topic so many times in depth. You know how I feel about it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm. We talked about it in depth that day. Um, I don't see any similarities between that woman and college athletes at all. Difference between earning a check and thinking you're owed something um so uh i just yeah we're just we're probably just gonna have to agree to disagree and walk away from it but yeah i definitely can't play a six and a half minute voicemail uh for the show man sorry about that but uh, i just wanted to get that clear so that you won't be like, they ain't play my voicemail Saturday. I know, I
0: think we ignore you because we're not sweetie. Yeah,
1: exactly. So um, this is the Blackout Tips. You, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic is where you can find us. The Theblackouttips.com is the best place to go for a website and you can donate to the show, you become a subscriber, you can vote in the polls, you can do all of that stuff right from the one page and we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. We do. The official weapon of the show is it's the taser. And hit play on that. And the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm -hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com. Go to TweakedAudio.com, put in code TBGWT, get 33% off of all these fancy, fancy earbuds, guys. It's a way Mm. you can support the show and you get something yourself. So if you want to give us money but you're like, I don't want to give you money for free, get yourself some headphones, you walk around at the gym, you... You know, you're sitting at your desk. You're, yeah, you say, I support the show and I got something. You like to listen to podcasts, obviously. uh yes. If you listen to our shit, I know you ain't listening out loud. So you gotta get your <laughs> headphones. Okay, guys? I'm trying to keep you employed. Yes. Get you some headphones. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, in addition to your 33% off when you use code TBGWT, you also get free shipping, mm-hmm. and it comes with a lifetime guarantee. They have all types of different models and colors. They do. Um, and I think you guys will enjoy them. I thoroughly enjoy mine. I do, too. Uh, I'm very high quality, and I love having a lifetime guarantee. I'm still waiting for it to, to break on me so I can send it back in. But uh until then, guys, uh I'm enjoying the shit out of this. I know it's so me too. And it's it's cool to have that kind of security, you know. You walk around the house playing jump rope with your headphones, you know.
0: <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of shit you ain't got that much security on. Uh we
1: also have uh another sponsor. Um we have uh my man uh I mean we have uh Adam and Eve, but I I guess got to get some uh some sexy music. Let me see where I can find Some uh, sexy music. Uh, Maybe we go back to your boy, uh, Marco Mm Vale. What about this one?
0: Put you in the mood. Now, you might not be. He speaks Spanish now, so. Make your own translation. But when it comes to these stories, they cross all boundaries of language.
1: Fellas and ladies, or senors and senoritas, or whatever language this man speaks, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to AdamAndEve.com today and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. And it doesn't matter what language you speak, because we all speak the language of love. Yes, we do. Between the sheets. But that's not all. On top of your 50% off of one item. You also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift, self-central. Can't even mention it on the radio. And mm-hmm. guys, I'm telling you, you can use this code as often as you like. Yes, I do. You can. I have yet to be rejected yet, and uh, I don't wait a lot of time between my orders, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So uh, make sure you get that free shipping on your entire order, Uh, get that half off, get that three free DVDs and your extra sensual gift, and uh, all you got to do is put in code TBGWT at adamandeve.com, and you get all that free shit, man, why wouldn't you be doing it by now? Okay, guys, you should take some time out, uh, make a note. Tell yourself a reminder, uh, in the iTunes app, set an alarm and, uh, don't drop the ball on this deal. Okay, guys? Please don't. So, uh, yeah. com code TBGWT. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, first of all, not a ton of shit to talk about today, but I do have a bunch of emails and all that kind of good stuff, you know, so we can definitely do that, um, I watched the uh preview for the next season of Game of Thrones and uh I never knew her name until I watched this mm-hmm. cuz HBO's a little different for sometimes I just forget that these motherfuckers are actors too. Yes. Like I, they like to me, there's characters like if I see the dude that plays Joffrey anywhere, he's Joffrey to me,
0: yes, yeah, just like if I see uh jack bowen twenty four he's jack bowen twenty four yeah but
1: h b o more so because they take their shit seriously, and a lot of times people go on there and they start their career, but they never really pop off anywhere else like that, and the shows are such high quality and acting so good that to me these people almost become those characters like it took a long time for that dude to become dexter and not the guy from six feet under to me ah okay you know shit like that so um anyway um i did not know her name but nathalie Emanuel. she's the woman who plays the assistant kinda to uh the khaleesi Mm -hmm. she fine Man, she fine
0: yes yeah, that pretty girl Mm-hmm. so you know i just had to yeah it look like it's a lot going on in the preview because i seen it and i was like oh shit it's a mm-hmm. lot going on it is man so uh
1: also i was thinking about how people like uh hand people their phones and stuff and you have all these different pictures on people's phones so you who, like
0: we hand the folks their phones, so that
1: people can like hey can i make a phone call or mm-hmm. hey look at this picture and you show them your picture on your phone yes we would do that constantly all the time even
0: yes with my hands okay because i don't know i'm I'm very particular about my phone It's most of the time when my niece be like can i play with your phone i told her no it's adult dope content on there no you can't play my phone I, and i don't know i guess because my phone has personal shit and porn and all kinds of shit in it and I don't want nobody to open it up and go, oh, you go to XX Hamster. Bitch, you don't need to know that. No, because some people are just nosy.
1: Yeah, well, um, I was like, you know, basically when someone says, can I borrow your phone to, to every, I think to everybody it just sounds like, hey man, can I use your phone? I want to look at naked pictures of your woman or your man. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. I think that's what people hear, because they get really defensive.
0: Yeah, because... You
1: know, it used to be a time where you just get somebody phone, because it's like, oh, you're just going to make a call. Now, everybody's personal life is on there.
0: Yeah, your phone is almost like a personal diary, almost, because your phone has an imprint of your life, because years ago, a phone used to just call. That's all mm-hmm. it did. But now, you can Facebook log in, your Twitter log in, your Instagram log in, your Tumblr log in. You know, all your logins is there where you where where it automatically goes in. You have um, a lot of people's personal emails are in there, and I know the one we have it lets you do multiple emails accounts, so you can see them all in in one thing. It's like now your phone is everything, and 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 I know I can't speak for nobody else. I don't memorize phone numbers no more. When I was a kid, I used to have everybody's phone number memorized because you didn't have a choice. You forgot that shit, you you just wouldn't call to nobody. But now it's like, okay, let me put this in my phone. I don't have to memorize it no more what i started doing um is that i actually have like a separate book that i hand write phone numbers just in case some shit happened and i lose all my because i've lost my my um numbers in my phone and i couldn't if they didn't call me we never talked again mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where to me phones phones are very personal and to me my phone is personal to me i search all kinds of shit i dig in all kinds of shit you know, shit pop up that I noticed on there, but it's like one of those things. You don't need to know I'm watching booty pics on Tumblr. Like, that's, to me, that's none of your business. And, um, it's just one of those things where I can understand why, like, if you said, can I use my phone to sit there and watch you, and that's all you better do when that phone conversation, no, you better get my goddamn phone back. Don't go hunting, don't go searching, don't go tapping, don't go looking in there. And I guess because I respect other people's property, I want you to do the same thing to me in return. Mm.
1: You think, uh, Poison Ivy gave dudes, uh,
0: plant stds i bet she did
1: because um you know she's pretty sexy for a plant woman um you know and obviously you know you might be allergic to her because there's probably a lot of pollen and shit on there um and then like how do you really like have sex with her like does she like a like you know like a flower at a vagina and then you like come in the flower yeah to pollinate <laughs> it? you know this is the kind of stuff i think about sometimes um, but, uh, anyway, I just was thinking about that randomly. I was like, I wonder if she, you could get, like, you know, um uh, Poison Ivy from Poison Ivy. I'm like, damn, did girl, you? I slept with you and now I'm itching down there. Well, you know my name was Poison Ivy. I, yeah, you sure did. She used a condom. It's like, well, it's on my arms and everything. It's all over me. I take steroids. <laughs> I don't know if they have plant AIDS or HIV or whatever. Mm-hmm. HIV, I don't know. What kind of stuff they got, you know, but a lot of she, chlamydia, right? She was able to like get a lot of dudes like strung out just by kissing them and shit. So who knows what that, what that vagina do? Oh man, Your dick probably mm-hmm. fall off. Who knows? Probably killing people and shit. I don't know. Um, also today I was, uh, I, I had, I went through, um, a couple of old porn DVDs I own. Mm hmm. It's like throwbacks, you know what I mean. I don't have VHS anymore, but I do have old porn DVDs. And I was reminded how treacherous shopping for porn was when you had to do it in person. It was so treacherous mm-hmm. because black porn, which is mostly what I bought, one because it was the cheapest, and I was like a broke college student. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then two because it would be like five hours of porn and shit. You like five hours of porn for for five dollars? Of course I want that yes but it was also so misleading most of the time like it was you know um there's porn dvds that have like a cover and a title and the scene on the cover and the title isn't even in the fucking
0: five hours of footage yes i've I've seen that too to me that's false advertisement sometimes a girl isn't even in the video and you're like that's what
1: i'm saying the people on the uh, cover okay. aren't even in the fucking they're not even in the, like it's like uh hard nipple holes or some shit and then you look at it you <laughs> get it and you you open it up, it's like, I watched five hours of shit, that girl wasn't even in here.
0: Yeah, Big Booty Amber, and you're like, uh, well, I didn't see Amber or her Big Booty. Right. Uh, another thing I noticed, too, like, if it's
1: five hours, it'll be like, it's five hours, but really, it's like four hours, and then like 20 minutes, a phone line commercials for phone sex.
0: Yeah, I remember um, those.
1: You know, and like, uh and those are hard to skip for some reason, It won't let you just skip to the next scene um they never are broken down like the white dvds or it's like uh hit fast forward blow job hit fast forward uh oral for her <laughs> no. hit fast forward uh sex hit fast forward D- D- come shot dvds
0: you know? have uh stepped the game up because
1: no i'm saying these were dvds oh oh okay you know these what these are vhs these are dvds they're just cheap black dvds okay and, and if you hit fast forward you go right to the next scene with a new chick It's just like new chick
0: <gasps> oh Okay, I see they, they, they didn't break it down In, in um, shots All Right uh, Okay, and then, that, like, that's bad editing
1: And then like they don't have necessarily the same director So like it was pissing me off Because you know, if you watch enough porn I get to the point where I can recognize the director from their film work You mm-hmm. know, where it's like okay This is obviously uh, Alex DeVoe The way he's filming this Okay, this is uh, my nemesis uh, DJ Yellow um, oh, Yellow he's Boy is the, the, the worst the worst person to ever do porn of all time. Um, but uh like you can't really pick by the by the thing. So like um you just going to the next scene and like I saw one today it was like five hours long and like four hours with DJ Yellow porn uh his his directing. It was like unwatchable, man. I forgot how bad it used to be. It used to be a struggle. Now you just go on the internet, you just pick the next video, or if you want to see like some amateur black porn like you could just put amateur black porn and it would be amateur black porn so you don't feel as uh and and nobody's as bad as dj yellow at it so it's not like a whole lot no. of shots of some dude's face it's actual people fucking yeah
0: which is what i want and i remember i think yeah the first uh porn store i ever went to was with you was it in fact no it was here in charlotte i was yeah I, I don't think i went to the one with you in february did i uh, no. no. Okay, it was here in Charlotte. It was, I don't even know if the place opened up anymore. It was right off of Wilkerson Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the way porn, uh, stores are designed, there's almost, uh, designed to shame. Because it's like, hey, you don't watch some fucking? Everybody gotta pull around back. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because like I said, i never been to a porn place before. I was like, what the fuck is this? Why are we around back with all the trees? And I'm fucking around to getting mugged out here. <laughs> in the back with no lights
1: yeah and you're already making a rush decision anyway because mm-hmm. like once you go in there uh everybody's trying to get in and get out fast as possible for some reason like it's not like when you go to the record store like you go to the record store you might sit around listen to albums forever mm-hmm. you know before you even make a purchase, purchase you might not even buy anything True, but you go to the porn store it's like you know exactly how much money you got in your pocket what you can afford how long you're going to be there how long you need to get out uh what section to go to like you try to make a rushed decision when you're when you're a rookie like that
0: yeah yeah and and I think for me you have been in before but to me going into the store was like an experience cuz I wanted to look around and, and browse and you was looking at me like, we can't do that. And I'm looking like, why? You was like, because if you if you venture too far away from me, A, you're going to get into some shit. You don't know what the fuck it is. And and then you're going to be traumatized. Or either B, some dude going to walk up on you go oh, it's a woman in here. And, you know, then we're going to have issues up in the porn <laughs> shop.
1: Yeah, well, mostly I think it's more that the dudes will be more ashamed. Like, oh, I'm in here getting porn. And there's a real woman. Like, this is yeah. Sad. Um, but I, I just think that it's kind of crazy that people are, um, so like at the time, you know, it was like so much rushing and shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I gotta hurry up and get this. And then you go look at the sales and, you, but then after a while, like you get played so many times buying porn, all of a sudden I became like a really, uh, I was a detailed shopper. I got tired of getting ripped off. That's why I know so much now is I just got tired of getting home being like, yeah, it's on. And then you put it in, you're like, this is some bullshit.
0: Yes, you're mad. You know, you're I learned angry. you couldn't go
1: cheap. You know, I used to go cheap. No. I had, I had to learn that, okay. you know, you keep going cheap and you keep ending up with four hours of Afrocentrics, uh, <laughs> shit that you hate. You just like, this
0: is terrible. Yeah. And that, and then I began to, uh, be, I be like, Hey, but what's that girl name? And he tell me how, like, okay, I like that girl. Or, you know, it's one, what's that director name? Okay. I like that because after a while, Uh, when it comes to porn, it's like regular movies. You know certain directors are going to give you good shit and other ones you go, well, that's some bullshit. No matter what they do, I I don't like anything that they make. And you kind of have to treat porn like that because like you say, it's nothing like porn and like having your money going to the movies putting your money down and you already know it's gonna be a shitty movie now it's one thing if you say i don't mind spending this money but it's another thing where you go in and you're shocked and surprised you know like, okay i wasted my fucking money
1: well it's worse than wasting money because you're wasting sperm <laughs> uh, orgasms time like it's a it's worse than wasting money and uh you know i like to have it be informed about it. it's kind of like how people be like well why do you know so and such you know why do you know who this director is why do you know who m night shamalan is right because he's taking your money enough and you got to a point where you said god damn it i'm gonna find a common thread and why these movies keep pissing me off and i keep going oh the same dude did them all and that's how you gain the hatred that's how you learn you know yeah yeah Um, but yeah man but but also the other thing about black porn too that was like a huge ripoff like it's so unprofessional the Mm -hmm. cheap the cheap ones anyway they were so unprofessional. Like it'll start in the middle of fucking. Like the scene just. Yes. It's, it's like the dude with the camera must have been late, or he just showed up and it was like, "Hey, hey, oh, uh, well, fuck it. Ah, uh, let me just say record." And there's like no, like it's like, well, this scene just ain't gonna have no oral sex in it because these people just got here and started fucking. Or this scene right here, uh, is just gonna end. Like there's not gonna be a cum shot. There's not gonna be, uh, no cohesiveness to it uh they're not gonna even do more than one position it just comes to an end like hey they were fucking and that's the end let's <laughs> sell it it's a wrap put it in uh put it on a cover uh you know what put a cover of somebody else fucking and then call it a seven hour dvd we could sell a lot of these uh,
0: yes that and especially in the age of of drugs i mean people's point a lot of point people people do do drugs but there was an age where they wanted skinny women and they had got to the point where i've seen some where it was like y'all just picked a crackhead off of the street like these women are too small mm-hmm. and to me that's a turn off too i was like i want real healthy women
1: yeah i can't say anything about crackheads i haven't bought any that i thought necessarily had crackheads in it um but uh they definitely don't care about this the state of the models i'll say that much like yes skinny or fat whatever it's just like we got a woman she's trying to fuck uh we don't got no makeup room we don't have no wig room yeah just get to fucking all right you didn't bring makeup with you too bad let's get to recording one scene i saw today the, the girl was getting fucked on a plastic chair she was like can i get a pillow and the dude was like no nah, we do it rugged and rough and they was like, "Ah, oh, we just kidding." And they gave her a little pillow to put on the plastic seat. I was just like, <laughs> "This is so hood. This is so oh, hood, man. It's, it's so hood." It's, it's like you know, they have black porn has scenes where there's like literally a mattress on the floor.
0: I, now I've like, seen you know, that. It just, it
1: just like a, it's like, why is there just a mattress on the floor? Like <laughs> yeah, at I least even hotel room. At least the white porn like will at least rent out a mansion and film a scene in each room to make it look like oh yeah it's, it's it's professional and different like the black porn it's like we're not written we might get a hotel room
0: and that's a big night. that's
1: it you know like we're gonna be fucking at the same like quinta End that people get shot at every night all 15 seasons yeah it's amazing 15 seasons what you talking about
0: yeah you know how they have like uh you know how um have like, backstreet hookers, you know, season one, season two. Oh, no, two. it's not,
1: no such thing as a season. Oh, my, they just have volumes. They I mean, volume, I'm so sorry. Yeah,
0: this ain't, this
1: ain't, uh, this ain't lost. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no cohesive plot to this shit. <laughs> ain't no storyline to the hookers. Yeah, they just like, we are gonna fuck in the car, or the hotel room, or this box. Like, it's just. <laughs> you pick. But yeah, man, I saw that shit today. I was just like, I remember, I was disgusted all over again. I was like, I can't even watch this shit. I had to turn it off, cause. I just got mad. I was like, I forgot I had DJ Yellow Porn in my house. I threw it away. Cause I haven't looked Good. at a DVD in so long. I was like, this nigga, he was talking to the dudes and they was fucking, hey man, Aww. you like that pussy, man? I'm like, get the camera off his face! No one cares! What y'all gonna go shoot hoops after this? No one gives a fuck. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we already did official weapon and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw this, uh, apparently, I was listening to com. you know, with my, Pretty much my favorite podcast, not, not one of. Um, and, um, they were discussing, um, dudes wearing skirts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, and hip hop and stuff. And Lord Jamal and all these dudes are against it. And there were, you know, a couple of them were against it. And uh, I think Body didn't really care that much. I don't really care that much either, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. but apparently it's a thing, you know, like it's gonna, like it's a, People are predicting it'll be a trend. I think it's still a bit sensationalistic. Like, I don't know that it'll necessarily be a huge trend because it's still drawing a lot of attention, people saying. And I think when something is a trend or going to become a trend, just mentioning it doesn't bring... Like, when you bring up, say, uh like when people were like uh bringing up skinny jeans, we got to a point where nobody talks about skinny jeans because... You know, Kanye shows up with skinny jeans or schoolboy Q even or uh, not that he could fit in any. But, you know, if like Kendrick Lamar's wearing skinny jeans, there's a it's not controversial to Mm -hmm. talk about. And it doesn't
0: bring up negativity.
1: Right. We're not there with this skirt dress thing. And I don't know if we ever will be. But uh, there was an interviewer for an interview uh, complex with this rapper, Young Thug, who I don't think I've ever heard of. Man, Like, I I actually thought it was a, a made up name. Uh, because I know Tyler the creator does a character called Young Nigger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on, on his, uh, on,
0: TV on show. his TV
1: show. And I thought, I was like, oh, okay, so Young Nigger is, uh, oh wait, this isn't him. But, um, apparently his name is Young Thug. Um, he has some music on Spotify. I will play a song called Stoner. I guess it's a single or something. Hey,
2: this
3: is Stoner music, nigga. Stoner, my damn stoner. Stoner. This. Yeah. I'm stoner, I'm stoner, I'm 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 stoner, I'm stoner, I'm stoner. Ston- I'm stoner, I'm I'm Yeah, I I
0: don't know
1: what that is.
0: And I don't know what he's talking about. dude did, did um uh, Louise help him with this?
1: I don't know. How would I possibly know that? I don't Sound know. Sound like
0: some shitty mate.
1: Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I I did not know anything about this man. Mm-mm. Um I feel like I still don't After 45 seconds of that shit. Nope, it never will. Um, but, uh, apparently he's, uh, the, the dude or some shit. I don't know. He must be popular. Um, with, well, the, with, with the kids. If he's not popular, he's at least saying something that people want to hear. Uh, he did an interview, um, and he was talking about wearing dresses. Okay. He wears dresses as part of his thing. Okay. So, uh, let's hear this.
3: All right, everybody, it's Jinx with Complex New, and I'm here with the stoner himself, Young Thug. Thug, how you doing today, man? Uh, I'm okay. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. You enjoying South by Southwest? Yes, of course. Amazing. What's been the best part about it so far?
0: He's
1: smoking. Yep, he's smoking. Doing an interview. On the interview. Uh, I like that he has, like, uh, glasses and braids and plaid pants. Um, Like, I kind of like the... um, fact that uh some black dudes are reaching out and becoming a bit different. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's good for the culture. I do too. That uh it's broadening its horizons and that not all black dudes have to wear the hip hop outfit and show up looking the same. I think it's actually good for everybody.
4: <coughs>
1: <coughs> he's coughing from the weed I guess. He doesn't have he's and he's not wearing a dress right now for the record.
3: <coughs> oh my best part was uh when Trade the Truth comes to um, come Problem. Okay. And of course, the first best
1: was complex. I, I literally can't understand what he's saying.
0: No, okay, but I sound the same like the music. Okay, want mm-hmm. to be sure. I'm
1: still asking
3: lost.
1: About uh Oh, and uh, the video's freezing up, so that's always nice. Um, might I have think to... the
0: load time is slow sometimes. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I think like I got too many windows open, to be honest. Okay. Um, so I probably just need to close it and open it again. But um, yeah, let me do that real quick. But but basically, like they go into the interview and they ask him, like, why do you buy dresses? You know, apparently he wears dresses sometimes. And uh, you know, it is weird, so you need to explain that shit. You know, it'd be like if I just if it was a rapper that walked around with a dildo hanging out of his pants, people would be like, Why do you do that shit? you know. True. Um I I think some people will try to paint that part as being homophobic. I don't think it is homophobic to ask somebody that because mm-hmm. We are in a society where that is considered abnormal, yeah. yeah, and I think you'd be a bad interviewer to not ask the subject of your interview like, why do you do this
0: uh since yeah as long as you're not being like offensive with the with yeah. your question and anything like that, nothing wrong with that,
1: yeah, now, the only thing is i that I thought was kind of whack was, um, uh, there's two sides of this Because right? there's the people that are wearing these dresses and trying to do fashion shit and Whatever, and then there's people or more there's more than two sides then there's people who are like, "That's weird, that's odd, why are you doing that? That's whack and now those people I don't have a problem Because, you know it is weird, it is odd, and you know obviously fashion is a uh a personal preference it's a personal preference that people could be like, that's whack, I don't like that, and uh it doesn't make them a bad person for for saying that um but um but but the thing that people aren't talking about is. Uh, a lot of the reaction that these guys have to wearing dresses, like where they're defensive of themselves, is because there's another faction of people, like Lord Jamar, that going around calling dudes faggots. Uh, okay, now, you that, know, now threatening, that's to the extreme. Yeah, threatening violence, threatening that they're tougher than them, um, questioning their sexuality and shit like that. And I think you have to consider that element when you're having this discussion because. It's not like these guys are living in a vacuum. They're not just catching it from people who are like, dude, that's weird. They're catching it from a lot of black males who are like, you're a fucking faggot. I will, you know, I'll fuck you up. A nigga in the dress ain't going to do shit. You know, I'll punch a nigga in his face. I'll, yeah, you ain't going to wear that shit around me where there's like a lot of machismo. Because, you know, black men, I feel like they ha- they feel like they have to be hyper masculine mm-hmm. about this shit. Like, hell no, I'm so straight. You know what I mean? I'm super straight. I'm so straight. If another nigga wear a dress, it, it will bother me. It don't have nothing to do with me, but it will make me mad. Cause I'm that,
0: that's how straight I am. Yeah. You challenging my masculinity by wearing this skirt. Yeah. Like I
1: won't let you enjoy wearing a dress. Cause I'm that. I'm so straight. And it's, and it's kind of weird. And it's a little bit sad to me. Cause mm-hmm. to me, like this shit is old hat for, uh, other cultures.
2: Yes, it is not
1: every other culture, but a lot of other cultures where it's like, yeah, if a nigga want put on a dress, I don't give a fuck. It has nothing to do with me at all. or my masculinity. If it was, uh, you know, um, my kid, I wouldn't give a fuck. Cause guess what? My kid is fine. You know what I mean? Like there's no like, Oh, my kid is going to go out into the world and not be prepared for what the world is going to say about him. Cause he's wearing a dress in other cultures. In our culture, that don't, that, I mean, that probably never happen where we could just look at our children and be like, you're walking out of the house looking, crazy to me but whatever you know like i I know kids that i grew up with like that i knew kids when the grunge era was in they wore these kilt looking things over their jeans they were white dudes so nobody thought anything about it just went those white dudes are weird
0: yeah and that's they thing yeah
1: but now you know over 20 years later black kids are doing it and it's a huge fucking debate and it's weird to me because like why do we have to like center why do we care so much like i guess that's my question i i only am discussing it because it's it's weird to me that people care so much i you know i've heard this discussion for the better part of probably 10 years now uh or shit five years now ever since like kanye wore a skirt on on stage a leather kilt and people were like see this is what's wrong with hip-hop and black men and this is this is this is why we need fathers and it's turning us into women and all this shit and it's like we're getting all of this from that
0: yeah and it just goes back to the to the thing that i think is the underlying theme anything that we do has to be questioned it has to be challenged it just can't be like anything we do just can't be why just because it it has to be a reasoning it has to be explanation it got to be explained it got to be a thick piece articles have to be done it has to be an investigation cnn has to has the has going to do a special on why why are black rappers wearing skirts we can't just be yeah i don't mind
1: like i said i don't mind a discussion of this is weird or this this is different or why would you do it or i don't like this fashion i don't even mind that because To me, that all makes sense. I think older generations always do that with younger generations anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's this extra leap that we take that is almost like our manliness is attached to the idea that someone else would have the audacity to do this. Uh, Like and I because I can't applaud Lord Jamal. No, you know what I mean? I can't applaud anybody that's going around calling people faggots because of stuff like this. And I get why people have negative reactions to him because, you know, what do like it works both ways. Why, why other people go, what dude can wear a skirt and nobody gonna say nothing? I'm like, you're right. Somebody's gonna say something and I agree. That, that's, that's an unreasonable expectation. I think it's unreasonable when people say that. Where, well, if I wanna wear a skirt, nobody should say shit. Like, somebody gonna say something. Yes, they are. I get it. But then the other way go, to me is like, yeah, but if you call some dude a faggot, don't expect him to just sit there and take it. It doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter if he's gay or not either. But if he's wearing a skirt, and you call him a faggot there's very few people in america who are like well that's just your opinion sir like these guys are going to defend the way they dress and they're going to say like they're going to call names back and they're going to be like you're and their names are going to be true homophobic bigoted ignorant those names are right
0: yes they are
1: you know but it's just very weird but um anyway i got the video back up let me see if we can understand any of the english coming out of his mouth
3: try the truth tell come perform for okay and, of course, the first best is complex.
1: By the way, best part of this interview, there's no fucking way that dude understood what he said.
3: <sighs> he the beat went, is louder in his voice. No,
1: no, the beat they put in afterwards, I'm sure. Oh, okay. But the fact that he goes, okay. <laughs> he didn't understand a word this dude said. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Okay.
3: And. <laughs> like. Hold <laughs> on. This part was uh, when Trade the Truth called him come with prom, prom. Okay. And. <laughs> Uh okay. <laughs> of course the first best was complex. Mike do gotta ask you about the leopard <coughs> print uh joint you had on. Now was that was that a shirt or was that was that a dress? Oh yeah, yeah that was a dress. That was a dress? I think that was like a eight, seven, eight year old dress, right? <laughs> yeah. Like a little girl dress. You like copped at like like vintage store or where'd you where'd you pick it up at? Uh unknown place of business. I don't wanna let nobody know. Yeah, you tell them where you cop it. So you he say, Hey, well I cop my dresses,
1: keep that on low. I know it's so. Y'all niggas ain't gonna be trying to get right, my, my style, dress, Which leads me to immediately I can't wait to fast forward five years to where like Young Thug and Kanye West show up with the same dress at the award
3: show and it's awkward. Oh, that's gonna be epic. They wanna copy. they're gonna start wearing it. Has anyone have you seen anybody start rocking them now since? Of course. Yeah? I've seen a lot of these punks by you got one of the, well, you got several hit songs that are popping right now between Stone and a couple of your other.
1: He said, I've seen a lot of these punks bite his dress wearing style. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at these niggas trying to get up on these dresses. That's hilarious. After me. Yeah. Uh, oh, so now you wearing dresses. You know I was the first nigga to watch a dress, wear a rock a dress.
0: So you rocking pearls too? You know I was the first one to rock them pearls. Mm-hmm. Nobody
1: was rocking Estee Lauder like me until, <laughs> until Young Thug was
0: rocking it. Calvin Klein made my dress. Who made yours, right.
3: dog? Mm-hmm. Join Stanley Glover. How does it feel um seeing a lot of artists reach out to you and support like Kanye? You had Nicki on the remix, Drake, you saw him mobbing in the club. How's that feel? Come from where I come from, it feels good. It feels amazing. What's the deal with cash money? Are you signing Bracewater? Are you signing cash money? Are you working with them? I know you cash money. Forever. I know uh Mac May mentioned you guys were working in the studio. Yeah, we were working, but I'm signed. You signed cash money. Yeah. You signed the cash
1: money. So he signed the cash money. So, Karen, you were right when well, you said Lil Wayne was helping him, possibly.
3: Mm-hmm. Cause, Makes sense. Because it sounds
0: exactly like a Lil Wayne beat and something he went yeah, 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 all across it. Mm-hmm. I also like the idea that a dude named
1: Young Thug wears a dress. Now, there's something about that imagery. If I told it's, you, hey, young thug. Have you heard this album? I feel like most people would be like, "Oh, that's gonna be about some killing, some violence, uh, getting that, money and bitches." That's, it's like, well, it's also about wearing dresses. That's true too. And
0: maybe, and, and I and I and I know I'm old, but when people like name themselves young thug, do they as they grow, do that name mature? You gonna be fifty, sixty, and your name still gonna be young thug, or is it gonna be old man? Like, does your name mature with your age? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, Old Thug, I guess, at some point.
1: Uh, might be one, um, at some point. So, I don't know. Uh,
0: cause a lot of these youngsters out there, and pretty soon they're gonna be, you know, uh, collecting the AARP money, so.
1: Mm hmm. You might be having a song for Coles and Macy's and
0: mm-hmm. Nordstrom's. Retirement funds.
1: Mm hmm. will be out there. Talking about the the Vince Spring look back.
0: <laughs> throwing me rubber 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 tussing. Mm-hmm. On his chest.
1: Like, all oh shit, man. You heard that new song, the B.B. Dakota Ridley, lace fit and flair dress?
0: Ah, that's my shit.
1: By Young Thug. It's good. So y'all check it out, man. Come to a local lane Bryant near you. Um, but yeah, it's is it's like I guess the weird thing about the, the whole debate though is like, um, As long as I think we're kind of trapped in that hyper masculinity, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really do the culture any favors. It doesn't do black people any favors specifically. Um, And it like it doesn't really um, like uh, I don't think I don't think it's I think it's a losing fight. Um, And people I think uh, there will be limits to it. I don't think this is going to become this huge trend and Mm -mm. every kid's going to be walking out the street in a dress and all this shit. Um, and I understand, like, on a personal level, not wanting your kid to fit in. Like, my parents, for instance, they, you know, they were like, you can't get uh, fucking hammer pants or, you know, dye your box blonde or whatever. Like, there was shit that my parents were like, no, I don't give a fuck what everybody's doing. And I feel like this'll kinda of be that for a lot of kids where parents will just be like, You can't wear a dress.
0: Yes, I don't want you to and for a lot of young people which they don't understand, your parents are trying to prevent you looking like a fool, but you don't understand that. And if they do they just snap pictures and you know, ten years later going, You 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 remember when I let you pick your hair dude? You remember how crazy you look? And then right. they're gonna flash in front of your kids. But like your your dad wore these.
1: Yeah, I think good parents would just take pictures. Uh, the kids in the dress. Yeah. Save them, put them in the, put them in a, Cause uh, you, you won't remember it, but they will. And the first time he gets a girlfriend, uh, you pull out the
0: old picture book. That's what my parents did. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes, they were like, you, uh, Ron, you remember when you used to wear them cowboy boots and that hat everywhere and watch the deuce of hazard?
1: Right. And right. I seen
0: all them pictures.
1: Exactly. That's, that's they what they put good, out the photo album. That's what good parents do, man. But, uh, yeah, I just think, like I said, it's more complex than people are explaining because it's not as simple as, oh, dudes are wearing dresses and they're catching a little bit of flack and they need to just stop wearing dresses. Uh If there's a difference between, hey, man, what you have on is weird and you're a fucking faggot. What you going to do about it? There's a huge difference because you get to throwing around slurs and names of people. One, you are homophobic. Two, uh, one of these motherfuckers in the dress is gonna shoot or kill or beat the fuck out of somebody and I'ma laugh so hard when it happen.
0: Mm-hmm, because you're attacking them.
1: Yeah, because what they have on has nothing to do with your manhood. No one, it's not gonna bother you unless you think you're gonna be at the mall and you're gonna see Young Thug and be like, mm, who the hell is that bitch? Oh, that's this Young Thug. No. You know, unless you think young thugs gonna turn around yeah, I, when you try to get them digits, then calm the fuck down. It'll be yeah, all right, guys.
0: Yeah, and, and unless you're struggling with it yourself and they turning you on or something like that, you. But even then, you know, it's one of those things where you just don't do that.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of the pants sagging thing where people try to scare black kids out of letting their pants sag by basically implying that you're gay in jail. If you wore your pants in jail like that, they would be raping you. And that's what you do when you're a gay person. So obviously, you should be afraid of being appearing to be gay. So stop wearing your pants sagging. It's like, well, first of all, we're, they're not in jail. So if I'm walking out the street, my pants are sagging. Guess what? I'm a free man. I didn't do a crime, and out here, it doesn't mean that I'm gay. True. Number one. Number two. How you gonna try to use homophobia to scare somebody as as a positive thing? Like, yeah, let's wh- use your homophobia. To scare you.
0: Yeah, what happened if they say, I don't mind? Yeah. Obviously,
1: kids don't mind. They still do it. True. You're not dropping knowledge on them. They don't go, oh, I didn't think about that. They're like, I'm not gay, so I don't give a fuck about what you think about me wearing a dress or me blending my pants sack. That's not the way to reach people. Now, if you want to reach them as in this is a stupid trend or, Mm -hmm. you know. That's a whole
0: other thing. Yeah, but
1: if you try to use homophobia, these kids are not as homophobic as our generation. And the next one won't be and the one after that won't be. Mm -hmm. So you're going to either have to get used to change or, you know, keep barking in the silence. Because these kids are not going to listen to anybody coming at them hard like that. Like they're going to look at you like you're a suspect. Like, you know, it's kind of like that thing where, um. Interracial couples is, is becoming more and more prevalent. It's not a big deal anymore. Mm-mm. Uh, as big a deal anyway. And so all of a sudden you have people that just sound so antiquated and ignorant when they start talking about interracial couples in a way where it's like, well, look, this is, this is so abnormal and crazy. This is, what about this thing? What, then all of a sudden you have these kids looking like nobody cares about that. You know, well, kids are just like, I don't, I'm not gonna, like the way you're talking about it is so crazy to me. I can't relate to what you're saying. I'm not going to listen. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, somebody, um, they have comments on here and it says, I guess they're like, if females can wear pants, why not? That's what Sharon says. I like her point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vernon says, forget that. What part of the game is this homie wearing skirts? That ain't cool. Somebody need to get homie a sandwich. I uh, guess he's saying he needs to put on some weight. I don't know. You can't eat a sandwich in a skirt. I no, don't. No, in a dress? And not. Uh, also, they have pants on under the dress. Like people are acting like they're just wearing a dress. <laughs> ah. You know, and hanging free. If I was Kanye, I would perform in a fucking wedding gown.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Fuck them. Uh, yep. Edward Daniels says I disapprove of the dress wearing. I know that throughout history that some men wore dresses and was able to be masculine or masculine. He spelled that wrong. While doing so, in these modern times, it should be done. This is not a trend that should be picked up. Find something else to wear. So, it's official. Now we all know the truth. Young get, young thug is gay, homo, fag, boy, and boy. No other evidence is needed.
0: Wow.
1: Big Pimp says, young fag. Mm-hmm. John, this conclusion's fairly easy, aren't they? This other dude says all black actors, musicians, and comedians have to wear a dress or support the gay agenda in order for them to sell out. Thug already did that dress, did with that dress.
0: Mm. Enlightening me, I guess.
1: Yeah, so, just, this is funny. People, because then people are going to be like, well, why are they going over there and telling Lord Jamar to calm down? Because like, you call me a faggot is why.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who would it, like? <laughs> but you can't have both ways guys like these people are going to say something back when they get called out their name it's natural everybody does it you know yes they do but you know i but i mean it's a a discussion that's been going on you know pretty much my whole life it's always been like anything a black dude does that is any little bit towards quote-unquote feminine it becomes a huge like it's gonna become the biggest thing ever you know, so-and-so was wearing mascara. Everybody gonna do it. It's like, everybody don't think they
0: prance. Nope. He got his ears pierced. Oh, Lord, they got both ears pierced. Oh, Lord, you're like, it's, it's not yeah, that serious. Yeah, like I,
1: I, but I do remember yeah, the ears was, pierced thing. It was a thing it was, when, I, when it we was, were kids.
0: It was huge when and we were kids. And now kid. dudes do
1: have their ears pierced. And you know what? Nobody's going around like, well, now... The whole world is a problem. Nothing's going to work out. Dudes got their ears pierced.
0: And nobody's questioning their masculinity, but I remember when we was, like, in middle school, that's when I can't, that's when I remember first being popular. And people used to get, like, a hold in one ear. It was issue. Then they would do it in both ears. Lord have mercy. You you know, one ear, they might let you pass, but you get it in both ears, it was, like, the end of the world.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, that, you know, these dudes keep talking gangster, man. Just don't run up on these little niggas, man. Y'all... Being for the surprise of your life, be on YouTube. Got beat up by a dude in the dress. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hobby Lobby is in court uh, about the birth control case. They're not a religious institution, but because corporations are the new people, uh, they're saying, "Well, if we have a like kind of unofficial religion for our store, for our entity, why can't we enforce stuff like uh, not buy our not provide." the mandated birth control uh for health care plans underneath the uh new health care reform laws. Uh it's like the Affordable Care Act says you gotta provide uh uh things such as uh the morning after pill and intrauterine devices mm-hmm. uh to their thirteen thousand employees. Um part of this I think is motivated by money. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: hundred percent.
1: they don't want to, they just don't want to pay extra for insurance and shit. But a lot of this, but the reasoning that they're using isn't about the money. They're using the actual, uh, we have a religion, a religion, and it's hurting our religious freedom to have to provide this, uh, you know, it could potentially restrict access to contraceptives for thousands of women employed by people who share gr- the religious beliefs of these people, which is f- fucking crazy to me because who decides which religious beliefs you're instituting and when and what is the justification um, for this and how far does it go? Because you start with, well, we don't want to provide birth control, but if I get the fact, if I can use my religion in any way I want, do I have to have gay employees? Mm-hmm. You know, religion is being used to justify that there should be no interracial marriage. Uh, that black people are inferior. It's been used for these things. Um, uh, is, you know, uh, if someone's fornicating, can I fire them?
0: Command adultery. Hey
1: man, you, you, I found out you were having sex without, out of wedlock. You're fired. You know, why? Cause my religious beliefs as a corporation, not as a person, as a corporation
0: yeah and that's why from the beginning i had an issue with them saying corporations are people corporation is not a fucking person it is not a person a corporation is a group of collective people but it's not a person and the thing about a corporation a corporation does not have does not have to have the same moral standards a corporation normally just do whatever the laws said that they have to do. And they'll meet those they meet those rules and regulations because they're governed to. But as far as really giving a fuck about you and your family and, and and morals and all that stuff, corporations aren't aren't obligated to do that. You know, the only reason why corporations have any type of moral standards is because the general population won't buy and support your shit if you do certain things. Not because the corporation has this quote unquote big heart.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, Citizens United kind of paved the way for this in 2010. Basically, it was a way where uh campaign finance laws that sought to limit corporations, you know, that no longer would apply. Um, and Um, It became a first. It violated the corporation's First Amendment rights, which kind of treated them like people. So now we got this. Uh, now, me personally, I'm kind of glad that we have this case because at least it, we can get some definitive law. About the shit, you know, definitive ruling that can be passed down and cited, Um, but it's a bit scary, man. Because who knows? Like, I didn't think Citizens United would pass, and now this shit might end up. um, You know, maybe maybe they do say you can now have a religion, and now every company is all of a sudden gonna have religion because you can avoid healthcare costs.
0: Yes, and and to me, the problem I have with it is this: the exemption was like religious organizations right mm-hmm. and these organizations normally get tax breaks and all this stuff there's nothing in your bylaws or rule books or anything that says you're a religious organization uh you're closed on sundays okay chick-fil-a is closed on sundays but chick-fil-a is for profit too right and you're for profit and it's that thing where if you are for profit you should not be allowed to opt out of this shit. And what they're not saying out of those 13,000 employees, A, how many, how many of those people are part-time workers? How many of those people are probably seasonal workers? How many of those people probably don't even work enough hours to fucking qualify? to 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 uh, get health care they're not talking about that either so you're only going to be paying for like you probably like your managers and your supervisors and corporate and shit like that you know most of those people you probably not probably paying eight nine ten dollars an hour anyway and it's just one of those things where um it's greed and nobody wants to say it's fucking greed you're being greedy you don't you you do not put like this raise your prices by a dollar fifty cent, nobody gives a fuck. Raise your prices and people will pay to cover this. You're just too fucking cheap to cover people. And in the long run, you end up hurting everybody. Yeah. And I
1: mean, also, like I said, we have entire states who are trying to do stuff like, Hey, you don't have to make, uh, you don't have to respond to a 911 call if it's a gay couple. If that's against your religious beliefs we're getting people are trying to pass this type of legislation like i don't see why this like this couldn't be a slippery slope to that and not that big of a slippery slope you know where it's like all right we started with we don't have to really respect women now what's next you know um so and
0: and also Mm -hmm. before you go on it's funny how we in america uh, have a tendency to look down and turn our nose up at other countries and quote unquote the way that they treat women and the way that they you know human right laws and and things like that. When we have some fucked up shit here too, so why do we turn our nose up at Russia and why do we turn our nose up at the people over in Saudi Arabia and shit like that because they women dress Washington, up in burkas and things like that when we do fucked up shit like not even give women right to birth We're control morning, when we want to monitor 12, when and where and how they have children. When we want to monitor the access to health care When we would not pay them dollar per dollar Of of what a man is paid But yet we turn our nose up at other countries Like we're better than, we're not Right, yeah,
1: we throw all that shit around And even, uh, for the record Even if we're better than, it's incremental We're not 100% here And we need to keep working on it You know what I mean? Like even if, cause I know in Russia You can like go beat up uh, gay people Post it on YouTube and nobody goes to jail Cause why they're gay. So why would you even, you can't even report that to the cops. The cops will laugh at you. You being gay are, oh, then shit, you under arrest, right? So I get that it's better than Russia, but it's incremental. Like it's not, we're not infallible here. That's. And sometimes I feel like we try to come off that way.
0: Yes, yeah, like And we stuff gotta, like
1: this kind of exposes us, but I would hope that the court kind of, um, achieves our higher virtues in this and, and, and really legislates uh, in a, in a, with fairness and, um, understands that we can't, we can't have Americans, uh, held hostage at their jobs or, um, we can't have Americans, uh, who are, have their rights constricted because of where they're employed, um, in a, in a situation where people are public companies or even private companies that make profit, like, we have to have some dividing line. It's already murky enough with the nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. and how they can be like, yeah, well we're religious so we ain't doing any of these laws and shit. But when you throw in the profit organizations too, like people are going to be getting fired, let go, um not having their healthcare provided for for the littlest shit and we can't be uh combining morals and profit. Because profit, people who chase profits, ultimately, you don't have to have morals. No. You know, like when you start chasing money, a lot of times, I mean, it's kind of what led to the big financial collapse uh for 2008, where people just say, uh, morally, we don't give a fuck. We're trying to make this money. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, I don't want to have that combined with social policies in uh, your workplace, man, we just I, I don't I, I don't understand how anyone could be on the side of of this shit. You know, unless you just like hate Obama or you hate Democrats or whatever, like no one's job should be subject to this. And even if you think, well, I'm in the majority, so it won't affect me. Just think just imagine for a second. Put your, the shoe on the other foot. Your company right now you work for. There's no official religion because it's a public or 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 a corporate company, and then you come in tomorrow after this ruling in June or whatever. You come in the next day after after the ruling in June, and they're like, "Hey, um, so we got an official religion and it's Islam because Islam we don't have to pay for shit, you know, <laughs> like Islam we don't got respect women we don't got respect uh we don't have to we don't have to do." We're doing the most hardcore Islam shit. And then all of a sudden, all y'all motherfuckers that aren't outraged would suddenly become completely outraged. I gotta go to my job and wear a burqa or I gotta go to my job and, you know, I gotta, uh, uh, pray five times a day. You will be fucking pissed if, it, if anyone tried to impose their religious beliefs upon your personal life. And that's exactly what we're doing but it's okay cuz it's Christianity and that's the majority in America so hey it's not as big a deal to a lot of people when it should be outrageous to everybody.
0: Yes and 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 the the thing about it to me is that when it comes to religion religion is very very personal. There are a lot of Christians that believe in birth control. There are a lot of Christians that believe in bo- abortions. There are a lot of Christians that believe in equal rights. There are a lot of Christians that believe in equal pay. There are a lot of Christians that believe these things. And so for you to st- say, these are my religious beliefs, everybody in their religion do not believe the same thing. And that's where the issue comes. That's where there needs to be lines drawn and say, okay, if you are for profit, you can't opt out of this shit. Yeah, and, and like, it's not
1: necessarily that, All of a sudden, the next day, Hobby Lobby is going to go in and start firing people. It's just like when you do get discriminated against, right now we have a recourse, which is our legal system. Mm -hmm. So you should have, you have certain rights as a worker where you're like, I didn't violate these rights. And we see it. We've covered many cases on the show where it's like a company did this thing to a person. And because it wasn't in the handbook or the guide or it wasn't in the explicit agreement to employment. Someone got money because it was like, you can't fire me for being gay or you can't fire me for whatever, you know? Um, but once you have rulings like this, people are going to stop having any resource or recourse to be able to go, um, yeah, uh, I'm suing you, uh, because you fired me because I got pregnant. Yeah. Well, fuck you. You know, you, th- we don't appreciate you having sex out of wedlock. And that's against our personal religious belief as a company. Like, right now, that's not an excuse. Mm-mm. You know, they gotta come up with some other way. Uh, your, your work fell down. Uh, we wrote and, you up and, twice. And they do. They find ways some, around it. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Some, we've covered cases where they didn't do it and they lost money. True. You know, but they, but if they have to do something other than, uh, she got pregnant, Your Honor, <laughs> like, you just, you need a reason. Uh, and now I think, you know, this is scary because you might not need a reason anymore. You can just go, "Uh, we're throwing up the religious card and walking away from it.
0: Yeah. And to, and to me, uh, the biggest problem I have with it, especially with the, the, the idea about birth control, when it comes to women and their sexuality, people automatically assume birth control equals fucking. And that's such a false understanding. It's almost like people are ignorant to women and their bodies. Well, because
1: this is not. Here's the thing. This is not about anything other than control over women's sexuality. And it's coming from a religious place. Um, and not necessarily everyone who's religious even believes this. What I'm, but I'm just saying the reasoning that the people who are advocating for this, they're, they're using religion as the reason. So nobody write the show and go, Rod, thanks. Everybody who believes, uh, who's Christian believes this. I don't, I know too many people who don't. They go to church every fucking Sunday Mm -hmm. and they don't go, I, women shouldn't be able to use birth control. There's women on birth control in church. So, Mm -hmm. so I, so I, I want people to understand implicitly I'm not equating, conflating those two things. But the reasoning that people are using is religion. And the reason they're doing it is because people are so afraid of women having sexuality and having sexual choice, um, that they end up being uh, unreasonably paranoid. And this is a punitive way to scare them out of having sex. What their reasoning is, if I make you not have to have birth control or do everything in my power to keep you away from birth control, then you will be too afraid to have sex. And therefore, less women will have sex and the world will be a better place because less women are exercising their freedom to fuck. And that is a puritanical belief. Uh It's antiquated. Mm-hmm. And I think it's ignorant. You know? Mary. But the, and i I think society um is always gonna be measured by how we treat uh women, how we treat minorities, how we treat uh uh people who are uh have different sexual orientations. I think that's the shit that makes separates great society from bad, and I think whenever we start these these you know birth control debates, all we're really saying is I want to punish a woman for having sex i want to put that scarlet letter a on her chest and look at you you're out here having sex you you're dirty you're a bad person you're less than you should feel ashamed of yourself for having sex and i think that's where this shit comes from
0: and somebody up in chat room and i'm gonna ask this too because i don't know do they pay for does the healthcare pay for men vasectomies or do they have to pay out of pocket
1: i have no idea uh honestly but i i know this much um like, the women are, are the ones that get getting stuck raising the kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they're the ones whose body it is, who's, whose, whose body to carry shit to term. Uh, so therefore, if the, if, if any comprehensive medical coverage doesn't take that into account, I feel like that's a failing on the, on the medical coverage's part. Like, me buying a pack of condoms is not the same as someone having to raise a fucking kid till they're 18.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the side effects on birth controls is off the chain. You could literally kill a woman on birth control. Like they don't talk about none of that shit. Yeah.
1: I mean, even that, I mean, cause it doesn't matter to this, to this discussion, it doesn't matter. But I think the idea is, um, how do we shun women for having sex, from having sex?
0: Yeah. And it's funny how we're shunning women and we don't give a fuck about what the men do. Yeah. Though. We
1: don't worry about dudes.
0: Mm-mm, we don't no worry honey. about them yeah it wouldn't surprise me if if under this visectomies are covered but nobody's going no men shouldn't get visectomies
1: even even if it was it doesn't matter like because the other thing the other part about this is as soon as a fucking baby's born nobody want to help take care of that shit they no. want to cut off every single government program that can assist a woman uh even uh Planned Parenthood which most of its uh, budget goes to prenatal care, mm-hmm. uh, mammograms, you know, things that help women to live, child care, shit like that. But they want to stop that entire organization because, hey, somebody might get an abortion. Like they don't care about these fucking kids. They will stomp any, you know, uh, any uh, free school lunch for free free lunch mm-hmm. trying to stop those programs. Uh, programs that, uh, provide for kids on welfare. They want to stop those programs. They don't really care about these kids. This is 100% about controlling and punishing a woman for having sex. That's all it is. And,
0: and the thing is punishing and punishing a woman for having sex. And in the long run, you're going to the extreme and so you don't care about the thousands of children you're getting ready to put in poverty you don't care about the homeless rate none of that so so okay so none of that shit matters to them
1: yeah they don't care i mean it's, it's a fact they don't give a fuck i mean i, I mean we just can you sit through where you like wow this is the most callous thing i've ever heard about impoverished people this is the most callous thing i've ever heard about kids who need who who need help mother young mothers who need help and they go, "Well, just let the church give them charity or something. It's like well, they might not be religious, and also the church might not have the money to do it or the resources, or you mm-hmm. know, in some cases, the church might not want to do it. I mean, you see how they're treating people just for wanting birth control, so all of a sudden, um people are left. you on see their people own. um what that people are left on their own? No, all of a sudden, you see that these people who were advocating about birth control won't, don't really care about the quality of life of any of these kids. Only, they only cared about the, the, the controlling of a woman's sexuality. Speaking of women, uh, black women are murdered by men at a rate more than two and a half times higher than white women, study finds. I believe that. Washington, D.C., black women face disproportionate share of fatal, de, of a disproportionate share of fatal domestic, uh, violence in America, according to a new Violence Policy Center report. Would men murder women? An analysis of the two thousand of two thousand eleven homicide data in two thousand eleven four hundred and ninety two black females were murdered by males at a rate of two point six one per one hundred thousand, compared to a rate of point nine nine per one hundred thousand for white families.
0: I believe that uh, because when you get down to it, in our community, when it comes to violence, that's something that we is put like this. A lot of black fam, especially old school black fam, they don't want to talk about that shit. It's a lot of... Women that quote unquote, you gotta be strong, you gotta, you know, stand on your own two feet. And, and a lot of uh, women have been, uh, beat and they kind of pass that down to their daughters, like, this is a part of life and this is just what you're supposed to deal with and, and be strong and get over And I made it and shit like that. A lot of that is taught within our community. That's something that people don't want to discuss. And a lot of times we're less likely to go get help and go get assistance because a lot of black people don't trust the police. You know, they're like, well, if I go, you know, I can't guarantee. They're going to help me or I've called them in the past and I got arrested. You know, so it's it's a lot. It's more than just they're dying. It's like it's more of why, you know, It's it's stuff that's built into our institution that kind of push and promotes it almost, which is very, very sad. Um, And it's one of those things where, like I said, we're less likely to go get help. We're less likely. And if we go seek help, a lot of times the uh, advice we get is not good advice.
1: Mm -hmm. I I really think. A lot of it is just due to the fact that the black family is kind of, uh not even kind of, is just in a disarray. It is. Um, I think part of what a lot of people need to see, um, and this is an American problem,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though it disproportionately affects black people, is men respecting women in their households. Period. Because I think those imprints leave a lot on kids. And when you either don't have men there, or you have men that don't care, or you have... Um, people that accept violence i think the cycle continues and it grows and it grows and it grows because nobody's intervening in a lot of this shit in a lot of cases and society in general already doesn't really care about black women you know so yeah and they um, know it too yeah yeah yeah, everybody knows it. i don't think it's any coincidence you know Mm -hmm. so uh it's very uh you know like i i think that the idea that you can take their lives is because their lives are deemed as less worth. Yeah, their lives in America.
0: Are, they're, they're like, you and it's sad, but you know, it's like it's a like a black woman, a woman. It's like your life is worthless. Yeah. It's like if you die, who's really going to care? Yeah, you know, and and nobody wants to listen to it. Be that harsh and and that, that flat with it. But for a lot of people, they're like another black woman died. I don't give a fuck.
1: The annual report is released to coincide with Domestic Violence Awareness Month in October. The study covers homicides involving one female murder victim and one male offender. The It uses data from the Federal Bureau of Investigations' unpublished supplementary homicide report. This year's report applies to 2011 and the, mo, the most recent year for with data available. Here are some of the report's findings related to black females murdered by males. Where the relationship could be determined, 94% of black females were killed by males that they knew. So they knew the killer and at a 94% clip, nearly 15 times as many black females were murdered by a male. They knew they were killed by male strangers of the black female, other black victims who knew their offenders. 52% were wives, common law, wives, ex-wives, or girlfriends of the offenders 93% ninety three percent of the homicides were interracial, so i guess uh people not ever, like somebody other than a than, uh a black person killed them ninety three percent wow yeah uh firearms uh, especially oh wait no racial. So it was the same person. It was the same race.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: 93%. So black pe- black men killing and black, black women. women. Okay. Firearms, especially handguns, were the most common weapon used by males to murder black females. When the murder weapon could be identified, 51% of black female victims were shot and killed with guns. Within that group, 82% were killed with a handgun. In homicides, where the age of the victim was reported, 12% of black female victims were less than 18 years old, 55 victims. And 5% were 65 years or older, 22 victims. So, uh, between, um, 18 and 64, I guess, or 19 to 64, most victims, uh, so that's like about lot, see, 12, of 12%, 17, 83% of women in the middle is most of the victims. The vast majority of homicides of black females murdered by males were not related to any other felony crime. Most often, black females were killed by males in the course of an argument. In cases where the circumstances could not could, could be identified, 87% were not related to the commission of any other felony. So, just specifically, I'm going to kill this woman tonight. Wow. Uh, the sad reality is that women are nearly always murdered by someone they know. VPC Legislative Director Kristen Rand said, although I would think if you did a study of men killed, I mean, obviously it wouldn't be domestic violence, but in whatever situation, most most murders are probably committed by someone you know. Yes. Already, many elected officials and community leaders are working tirelessly to reduce the toll of domestic violence. Yet, despite these efforts, the numbers remain unacceptably high. <laughs> that always wears me out because it's like, what number was acceptable? You know what I mean? Even if it was trending down, it's still going to be like, yeah, man, we really don't want any women to die. Um, <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Zero was the number we had our hearts set on. But apparently, we, we, we aiming for that number. We need new policies in place from local communities to the federal government to protect women from harm. Nine women each week are shot to death by their husband or intimate partner, said Shannon Watts, founder of Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. There's nearly 500 domestic gun violence deaths each year, more than twice the number of service women killed in military conflicts since the Korean War. Wow. We urgently need better policies that protect women and their families from the senseless violence no American adult or child should live in a perpetual state of fear. It's inhumane.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things where the government's slashing programs. Like, they are programs to help assist women, pull women out of these situations, put them in safe houses and and, and, and things like that. And a lot of these programs are getting chopped. They're getting cut. So it's like, where does she go?
1: Yep. They rank the top ten states in which uh, females get murdered by males the most. South Carolina. Alaska, really? Alaska.
0: Yep, Alaska. Man, Alaska.
2: oh, I guess it's
1: the rate right per per population. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of population, mm-hmm. so even though it was a lot less deaths, there's not less people that stay there. Only seven. It was only seven women, but you know, ain't too many people in Alaska. True. Oklahoma, Delaware, Arizona, Tennessee, Idaho, West Virginia, Louisiana, and New Mexico. Wow, that's crazy but uh yeah man i just saw that and was just like yep this is catching it catching it rough out there
0: yeah and it's one of those things where you know it's, it's when you talk about these things it's like women can't even say up most social media sometimes without being threatened so you mm-hmm. know it's one of those things like well, god goddamn.
1: yeah um the thing that's crazy though is um we might can get one of these states off of the list Because Alaska is trying to get uh, Annexed back to Russia They're seeking secession Uh, There's a uh, One of those signature things What they're doing with the White House Where they uh, If you receive If you put a petition up And you receive more than 100,000 signatures The White House has to release An official statement Mm -hmm. The Alaska back to Russia petition Back to Russia, petition uh, was created by an unnamed Anchorage resident and uh, it's already got more than eighteen thousand
0: signatures in three days. Vladimir Putin be more than happy to take y'all.
1: Yeah, and all the oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But according to the petition, groups Siberian Russians crossed the isthmus, now the Bering Strait, sixteen to ten thousand years ago. Russian began to settle in the Arctic uh, coast. Aluits inhabited the Aluition archipelago, archipel- archipel- vis- first visited Alaska August 21st, 1732. Members of the team boat St. Gabriel under the surveyor Gazvedev, uh, or oh, okay, and assistant navigator I. Fedorov during the expedition, uh, 1729, 1739 years, vote for a secession of Alaska from the United States and joining Russia. I don't understand what any of that means. Uh, Texas got a hundred thousand signatures last, like uh, I think, a couple of years ago.
0: I don't know where they think they're gonna go. Where you gonna go?
1: Yeah, but the 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 United States bought Russia from bought Alaska from Russia uh, in eighteen sixty seven for seven point two million. Like they're not giving it back. They sure like ain't. They and,
0: got a certificate of receipt. I mean, a receipt.
1: <laughs> an Oklahoma girl broke uh, the Girl Scout cookie sales record. How many boxes do you think she sold? 3,000.
0: 18,107 boxes. God, what would you man, you tell you can't tell me no drugs in them goddamn cookies.
1: Yeah. You don't sell Girl Scout cookies. They sell themselves like all drugs. <laughs> yes, they
0: do. How the hell she sell that many cookies? You just gotta
1: put a sign out saying drugs are here and the crackheads come running in. Mm-hmm. And they go, When do we shoot this porno?
0: Yeah, like me, I was like, uh, yeah, uh go ahead and give me a purple box and a green box. Go ahead and double that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Uh The sixth grade student told the Oklahoma newspaper last month that there were only three ingredients needed to rack up large scales. A lot of time, a lot of commitment, and asking everyone she met to buy.
0: I know she did. And like that was hard to sell either.
1: She sold 12,428 boxes last year. Got nobody. Yep. Probably ain't make a dime
0: off of them, much like the NCAA. Uh, Here's a bike. uh, Yeah, uh, uh, here's a $5 bike for your $30,000 of a girl's got cookies you sold.
1: Uh, Here's an interview with the porn star, Pinky, that uh, they were doing.
4: Shout out to VladTV.com. How did your, uh,
3: your family really take it once... Because you know, when you were stripping, that's something that really no one could know about it, you know, unless somebody just happened and just kind of stumble yeah. into the club. But once you start doing movies, you, you're actually doing promotion, everyone knows that so and so's sister or yeah. daughter. I mean, or it's
4: crazy because I was like the most likely to succeed, you know, I was the one that got sent away, I got a scholarship to go to a special high school in Minnesota. like. I, I used to play violin, dance ballet, when I graduated from my school, I got all these awards. I, everyone knew I was going to go to college. So the disappointment and was when I was 17 or 18 and I didn't go to college. That was like the first blow in my family. Like, oh my God, all these years we've been going to recitals and doing this and doing that supporting you and you didn't go to college. So the first blow was that I didn't go to college. Um, when I was 17, sneaking and dancing, um, my mom found my whole bag with my stripper shoes and condoms and lube and vibrator and lingerie. And I'm only like 17, so that was like, damn, she knew. You know, she found out, and um, How did she, get? she was mad. She tried to fight me. She tried to fight my boyfriend. She body slammed me on the ground, started choking me. He had to like, yes. he had to act like he was gonna hit her for her to get off me. And then she was like, oh, it was just fucking crazy.
1: Sounds like a pretty healthy uh, way to have a discussion.
4: Wow. I got kicked out my house. Um, but when I started doing porn, my mom used to always tell me, and I learned from that situation, her trying to beat the fuck out of me, she always told me, you know, tell me first. Like, I don't want to know from somebody in the street. You know, tell me first. So before I did porn, I told her, I was like, look, mom, said, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, mom, I'm telling you because this is something that's going to, Benefit and not just benefit, but you're going to be affected by it too, you know, Mm -hmm. negative, positive, whatever. So I was like, you know, I want you to know this is what my plan is, this is what we plan on doing, we're going to do it this way, we're going to, because, you know, the whole plan was, you know, I did it independently, was selling my DVDs in the club, you know, wanted to get a website, then, you know, do scenes for other companies, to blow up, to, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I told her, she was totally not with it, didn't want to hear about it. She actually made herself believe in her mind that I wasn't doing porn, but I was just taking nasty pictures. She never really understood until she started seeing me in the magazines, and you know, all the little advertisers in the back, or people keep mentioning my name, and she'd be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're that popular, and this and that. She still don't understand the extent of how popular I am. But, um... Now it's different, because it's been some time. So now she's, like, on some, oh, my baby, my baby, you know? Like, and now that I do music, like, um, she likes my music, and, like, sometimes I, I have this explicit stuff, and it's embarrassing my mom's listening to it, but she's just so proud of me that, I mean, I guess it's a situation where she had to, like, let it go. She had to get over it, you know? And my father's been in prison since, um... I feel like 17 when he went back to prison, and, like, he's a big fan of Cherokee, cool. shout out to triplex.com. and, um, this is so sad, but, um, You know, if you're in jail, you're gonna whatever you can get your hands on, you get your hands on. You know, so the fact that I'm in the same orgy or the same movie as other people, he like, he say that he just fast forward and just go to somebody else and just skip the scenes. You know, (laughs) that's embarrassing.
2: (laughs)
1: Oh man, that's got to be an awkward way to jack off. That's some high stakes jerking. Like, oh, 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 about the oh no, not my daughter! Hold up, hold up, uh, hold oh, it, hold yeah, it. gotta go past this. Mm-mm. Not, not a creep. And my father see me fucking
4: on him, you know, but it is what it is, you know. And Wait, so
2: you guys, you and your dad have had a conversation about this.
4: And I, I didn't see it was hard enough me telling him that I danced at the club, you know, but he's from San Francisco, so it was people he already already told him, so I had to come clean. But now with the porn thing, I was like really embarrassed about it. I was like. But he was on some shit like, you know, I don't want you to not be a part of my life and he's already locked up. So he was just on some shit like, you know, I love you, you know, as long as you're protecting yourself, as long as it's something you want to do and it's not something that someone's making you do and of la la, You know, if this is what you choose to do, then hey, you know, so. What is he supposed to get out? Um, He's in a fire camp now and I think they're going to release him early for good behavior. Um, He's not
1: supposed to get out to like four more years, but he might get out soon. That would suck having to skip around porn like that. Like, I think if that happened, my daughter was uh, in all my favorite type of porn movies. I think I would have to switch to some other genre that I know she's never going to show up in. Yeah, Unless he watches her when she does her lesbian dildo porn, then you could be like, it's like we both fucking her you know like get a get girl i'm watching your technique that's what i taught you um she learned yeah. it from a daddy you know like that means he gotta be looking at like he gotta be looking at porn covers of dvds like uh, i just hope my daughter's not in here yeah it's pinky oh no can't watch that one yeah now, you know that's a dude that 100 percent knows everybody in his films He's a point of Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. He like, hold up,
1: hold up. Who's in this? Who's on this? Okay. Directed by Justin Slayer.
0: Okay. Uh, okay has she worked with that director before?
1: Ayana Angels got Cherokee in here. It's got. Uh, I like that Cherokee. God Black is on this joint. Okay. Cool. I'm, I can do with that. Uh, looks like we got some Naomi Banks. Oh, cool. All right. Shit. Everything's a go. Oh, Pinky. Shit. I guess I could never watch scene number five. Oh, it's an orgy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be skipping around a
0: lot skipping around a ton jacking one hand more control another hand.
1: Yeah, when she go visit him in prison be like you know what girl you did a good job on where the hoes at 3 alright ah! yeah I think I would have to switch over man I couldn't do it I had to switch to something I cannot be jacking off and then my daughter's screen, uh, face pop up on the screen you know she should just do one scene and fuck with him you know like Cherokee be fucking a dude, and then she just show up and be like, Hi Dad. Like, oh, <laughs> oh I'll never be hard again. But never. He, but he's in prison, so what choice does he have? Uh,
0: yeah. It's
1: like I gotta jack off the cause you know that's happened. Well, it's just like the only scene I got is my daughter and Cherokee fucking Justin Slayer. I'm just gonna have to like fast forward to around. <laughs> Not around You've just got to fast forward around. Like, oh, close. is it over yet. You have the jack. He has a jack off partner. Not yet. Not yet. She's still getting head. Hold on. Still.
0: Explain. Tell me what's happening.
1: Oh, uh, oh man. He's going. Oh, that look like she's getting it from both ends. Hold on. Okay, they're on <laughs> Cherokee. they on Cherokee, man. You can watch now. You can watch. Um, he needs specific minute marks. <laughs> yes, he does. Cause you're in prison, so you ain't got no DVR. I always wondered, like, if you could, they like someone should do that. Take all the porn scenes and like splice them together, where it's like, here is three hours of Cherokee only getting doggy style. Just splice it all, splice out in air, like 17 different scenes. Cut out all the other parts that no, you, nobody dude. care about. Mm-hmm. You know, I seem like somebody should already be on top of this and making money selling this shit. Where it's just like, here are all the orgy scenes without Pinky. For, just specifically for her dad. Not just for you? Yeah. Now they're much, much shorter. Cause you got all those shots with your daughter in the background and shit like that. But we cut it down. It's 10 minutes. You can jack straight off. No worries. Guilt free.
0: She probably could edit one for him. Daddy, this is for you. Love you. Mwah.
1: Yeah. Uh, sounds like her mom took it hard. My mama took it real hard. Beat her up and all this shit. That's crazy. Uh, I
0: found your hoe bag. Not my hoe bag. Uh, I, what is in the hoe bag? She
1: said vibrators, uh, a uh, some lube, um, uh, she, she said she said what was in there. Um, uh, it was like the back. Oh, note. the whole
0: necessities. I got a wig.
1: It was like Peter Parker's costume bag, you know. <laughs> uh, put it
0: out everything.
1: Thanks to Score on Davey, the $60 roast chicken garnished Caesar is a thing now. Uh, score on Davy is known for as Crazy Caesars, but they may have taken things uh, as far as they can go with their latest creation. The $60 checkmate, which is garnished with a full roast chicken, score burger, slider, chicken wings, onion rings, pulled pork mac and cheese, hot dog, and a brownie for dessert. We spoke to owner Jesse Ritchie, who created the Mammoth Drink to get the full story. A drink? That's right. It's basically a um, Bloody Mary. and You know, sometimes Bloody Marys, if you ever had one, there's like big-ass celery and shit hanging off of it. I've never had one before. Well, you've seen it, though. Yeah. Yeah, so they have them, and Bloody Marys basically taste like tomato juice and alcohol, because that's what they are. But, um... (laughs) <laughs> They're supposed to be like hangover cures. But um, yeah, th- th- they add stuff to them to make them more fancy. This person added a $60 worth of food. So, um, this, yeah. You did that, uh,
0: you, gonna, you might as well just die.
1: I'll put the photo in the chat so you guys can see it because uh, it's amazing.
0: It's a heart attack.
1: Like, I don't know how this is a hangover cure necessarily. But, uh, you'll be feeling a different way for sure after eating all this shit. A big-ass burger on top of it.
0: Shit, you be cool before
1: you get to the fucking drink? Roasted vegetables, chicken wings. Like, it's all kinds of shit on $60. This.
0: That's your meal and drink all combined. That's a lot of people that can eat that. Like, you order that. That's for the a table. Tape, yeah. Hey, y'all, $60. That's $20 a piece, y'all. That's the meal. Uh, we made the
1: first one Wednesday night. Put it on the internet on Thursday. And we're making some that night. It's very, it seems hard to balance, but it's actually pretty easy. We just use a few skewers and some techniques we picked up from the heap high C- with the heaped high Caesars. We already sell my friend and I ate the test one and it was a hit. The night we made it, the Caesar felt like a celebrity with the entire full bar snapping photos and videos as we put the final pickle on top. And yes, you can drink it and it's delicious. So I just thought that was crazy. Uh, we got some gay news, Karen. So, Gay news.
0: Mm-hmm. So we got some theme music, don't we?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, did we use this last time? Alright, no, fine. I'm we like, didn't?
0: No. Okay. I can look after some sparklers now.
1: Right. Gay news guys uh, Apparently This uh, bigot decided that he Wanted to uh, Protest The uh, Fact that gay people were being allowed Into the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade Bill Donahue of the Catholic League Announced that he would not be marching Into New York's upcoming LGBT Pride parade uh, After having his application to do so accepted by the prize powers that be. So he, he specifically said, I'm going to apply to that parade because they're going to tell me no. They know that I don't like gay people. They know that I'll campaign against them. They know that I'm a big time, uh, you know, person that causes problems. So they will when put, when the shoe's on the other foot, keep in mind, I don't agree there's the shoe on the other foot. I don't think the situations are nearly the same. Mm-mm. But he was like, when the shoe is on the other foot, gay people
0: will not let me in proving that they are intolerant and that and that was that was was gonna be his whole gimmick that he was gonna write a think piece in the article talking about how he was rejected
1: and they said sure you can do it yeah because they don't give a fuck uh so he flip flopped and now he's trying to make up an excuse they said like, come on build your flow shit we'll help you you need he, some glitter he said today i i informed the heritage pride, heritage of pride officials that I objected to their rule requiring me to attend gay training sessions or what they call information sessions. So he decided that the information ah. session that I'm sure is mandatory in almost every parade that someone's going to
0: enter a float in. To, sh- to tell you the rules and regulations, how high, how big, you know, mm-hmm. where the route, where the, where the route going to be, mm-hmm. all that type of shit. How many people you can have on a float. Yes, what's the weight of your float. Yeah, what kind of things you can have on your float. What's not
1: accepted. Right. Yeah. So he says, "I don't agree with your rule." I said they responded by saying the attendance was mandatory. Uh, so he f- figured uh, at the trial uh, that pride people are no better than those in charge of New York Saint Patrick's Day parade, which famously excludes gays from marching openly because both parade organizations have rules or something. We reached out to NYC Pride to find out just how willful Donahue he was being by characterizing Pride's information sessions as gay training sessions. And it turns out, he's being very willful indeed. In an email, March director David Studensky said told us, "We hold the March. We hold March information and safety sessions referred to as group leader training, so our participants are fully aware of rules and procedures coming come, come event day." These training ad- address these trainings address lineup times, check in locations, our moment of silence, dispersal activity, NYPD safety policies, attire and vehicles, sound permits. It is imperative group leaders know this information. <laughs> you not wanna be around all those gay people.
0: That's what your ass get for even fucking applying. Why'd you apply then? hmm Uh time to play our games, Karen. Uh where's my Let's do this.
1: Alright, let's get started with our first game, of course. Uh, Let's guess the race. I mean, fucking with black people. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. The game where we read or play news articles from all around the globe that are fucking with us, and then we assign scores from 0 to 100, fucking with black people points in intervals of 25. Today's contestants Nick Cannon and Rand Paul. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. How he made the list? Uh, Nick Cannon made the list, uh, because apparently he's trying to start a controversy by putting a Donning Whiteface, Karen. That's right, Don Whiteface.
2: Yeah. The arch
1: nemesis of Don Blackface is now on the streets.
2: Nick Cannon has been busy promoting his new album, White People Party Music, which is set to be released April 1st. However, his latest promotion stunt may be taking his album a little too seriously. The rapper took to Instagram yesterday to share photos and video of himself hey in rapper. whiteface makeup complete with blonde hair, a new wardrobe, and a skater boy accent. Cannon captioned one photo with a series of hashtags, some that joke about stereotypically white interests, including good credit, dog kissing, beer pong, farmer's markets, fist pumping, and cream cheese eating. I love cream cheese eating. As you might imagine, (laughs) Cannon's Caucasian persona, who he named Connor Smallnut, has been met with some backlash. While the majority of commenters and critics have labeled Cannon's actions as offensive, Cannon took to Twitter to defend himself, tweeting, quote, It's funny how people take themselves so seriously. People love drama. We feed off of it. Just relax and have fun. Cannon went on to tweet, quote, I love this conversation, though. It's showing a lot of people's true colors. Hashtag pun intended. It certainly is. So what do you think of Cannon's uh, antics? Let us know in our comments section. We'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: So, um, yeah, uh, I think I have, uh, he, had, he, he released a vine of him trying to be in character. Here, here's what it sounds like. Connor Small, that's the name, bro. That's it. So, uh, what do you think we should give it, Cam, from zero to a hundred? It's Nick Cannon, dog. He's not a rapper. He raps. He's he's rapped before, terribly. Yeah, yes, very terribly. Uh, okay. I agree. I feel like this is more. I'm not fucked with. Yeah, I feel like this is more for fucking with white people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like, about to Doesn't
1: bother me. Nick Cannon's not a huge deal in black culture with his music. Anyway, you know, it's not it's very rare. You go anywhere and someone's like, "Oh, you heard that new Nick Cannon?"
0: Yeah, that new Nick Cannon dropped out.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard a Nick Cannon song.
0: No. So, um. I heard him rap before, but it's one of the things that It's like in passing. I never like sat down and listened to a Nick Cannon song. Yeah, I, I feel like
1: I have to give it a zero.
0: Yeah, because. Like,
1: I, I don't feel fucked with at all. Uh, and only the most racist of white people would probably feel fucked with by his corny ass antics. Like, yeah, in,
0: fact, in fact, it's more of a satire than anything, like just joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not
1: very funny. No, it's which not. it's is different. You yes,
0: know? it is. Now, if they want to be outraged about it being corny,
1: I'm with you. You know, um, obviously, there's going to be some black people who are like, you know, really not smart on race. And they'll be like, you can't have it both ways. If they can't do blackface, then we can't do whiteface. It's the same thing. And it's it's going to just hard. ignore the deep historical <laughs> roots of, <laughs>
0: In the background of all the rest of this shit. Cause just, it don't matter.
1: So I say zero. I don't feel fucked with. And, you Me know, either. I don't really, uh, you, you know. And I, and it's not like I don't know. It just he's more. He's too corny to really be controversial. I can't believe people are even mad. Maybe this is what was going on on white Twitter, and I just missed it. Too busy paying attention to the black Twitter brackets.
0: Uh, apparently so. You know, somebody probably do a think piece on it, but it won't be that many.
1: Uh, here's another think piece: is Rand Paul's MLK analogy offensive? The Kentucky senator is right when he likens Obama-era surveillance to Hoover spying on civil rights leaders. At times, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul can have all the tact and graciousness of an arrogant college student. He'll talk as if no one else could have his insider perception, leading to embarrassments like last year's speech at Howard University, where he lectured black politics uh, students on the civil rights record of the Republican Party. He almost got a foot in it again last week during an address to the college Republicans at the University of California, Berkeley. I find it ironic that the first African-American president has, without compunction, allowed this vast exercise of raw power by the NSA, he said, taking a swing at Obama. Certainly, J. Edgar Hoover's illegal spying on Martin Luther King and others in the civil rights movement should give us all pause. It was a glib line and the objections were what you'd expect. Is a black president more responsible for stopping inappropriate NSA spy than a white one, wrote Zerlina Maxwell for the Grio.
0: And this shit been happening for years. This
1: issue is complicated enough that it doesn't need Senator Paul's cheap shot on the president invoking race with it's not relevant. Likewise, it's a Elias Eastquith condemned Paul from white explaining Martin Luther King Jr. to the first African American president, especially since Paul's infamous attacks on 1964 Civil Rights Act. Maxwell and Isquith have a point, but so does Paul. Barack Obama is a direct product of the civil rights movement, and without his hard work and sacrifices, his rise to the White House couldn't have happened. Obama is quick to admit this. In 2007, shortly after announcing his campaign for the Democratic presidential nomination, gave a speech to mark the anniversary of the march in Selma, Alabama, where protesters led by young John Lewis withstood the blows of segregationists. Uh, it's because they marched that I got the kind of education I got and I got a law degree and a seat in the Illinois Senate and ultimately in the United States Senate, he told the audience. I'm here because someone, somebody marched for my, our, our freedom. I'm here because y'all sacrificed for me. I stand on the shoulders of giants. He sounded a similar note with commemorating the 50th anniversary of the March on Washington for Jobs of Freedom. Uh, so, alright, that, that part I get. So he's basically saying, well, Barack Obama is referenced civil rights movement before so how can he possibly be okay with the NSA spying on people because he's black and they spied on Martin Luther King um it's not the same yeah i think the difference is that um it was uh, a targeted harassment of Martin Luther King to try to get dirt on him so they could manipulate his uh, stances and take him down as a civil rights leader which yes. As of yet, does not seem what to be what the NSA is
0: doing. Mm-mm, they just collecting shit.
1: Yeah. That being said, um, I I understand this guy's point, which is that uh, any type of absolute power in anybody's hands is going to corrupt, and you can't. And, and we've already had articles about how the NSA has used it illicitly or and, and morally wrong. You know, They're investigating their ex lovers and shit and. You know, like shit that you really have no fucking business doing. No, this is against the fucking law. Yeah, like they shouldn't be, you know, should, seems like there would already be some oversight there. And Obama is actually um, trying to ramp some of this stuff down. I was reading an article today where he was talking about taking away some of the uh, powers from the NSA and stopping the uh, the, the, the programs where they just collect call data, period. Like, mm-hmm. let's just record every call. So I get it, you know, Um I would still say that this is kind of like the Don Lemon pulling for Bill O'Reilly thing where if you take a broken clock that is racially broken like Rand Paul and he's right and then you hearken to that right. You also can't be mad when people get dismissive because it's like, yeah, you're taking the word of a known racially problematic person Mm -hmm. and backing them the one time they're right. Whereas a lot of people, he's built up this like this incident doesn't sit in a vacuum. And I feel like sometimes you build up enough negativity to where people are going to be like, I don't trust your motives. Like, I don't believe that the reason you think this is wrong is because of Martin Luther King Mm -mm. or the NSA or because I just believe you're is Obama doing it. And you are anti that if this was Bush doing this, if this was McCain doing this, you wouldn't even have bought it up. Yeah, if this is Mitt Romney doing it, this wouldn't even be an issue. Like, you would let this shit go. And that part is something that can't be proven, but people feel it. Yes, sir. So, uh, I don't trust Rand Paul, and I think that mm-hmm. it's just a convenient political stance that he's taking as long as Obama's in office. You know, I feel like, uh, he, this is one of those things also that divides the left because people, you know, uh, still feel there has to be some level of criticism level that Obama or else it's, they're compromising their own ethics. You know, there's a lot of people who feel like if I don't hold President Obama to task the way I held any other president to task, then I'm doing myself and him a disservice. Uh, which I, you know, I can completely understand that line of reasoning. Um, but I just think in this case, uh, I wouldn't trust Rand Paul and the person who wrote this article, um, uh, they seem to have a grasp on that, but ultimately, that's where people are gonna leave his side is that, well, fuck Rand Paul, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he just said some fucked up shit over the years, Just like, okay, I don't want to hear nothing that you got to say because everything you say is just some bullshit or some ulterior motives, or I agree with you. Then, as I read along, you used to just say some fucked up shit that just turns me off. So it's like, why waste my time?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, but I get it, man. Like I said, uh, I think that, uh, it's, uh, completely different circumstances.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's completely different, uh, point, but I could see someone saying, well, this is the slippery slope. It could lead to this type of thing. It doesn't seem to be. Uh, let's be honest. If Obama was wanting to run his surveillance the way the CIA did or the way J. Edgar Hoover did, uh, he would have taken down so many Republicans at this point. It would be
0: ridiculous if you wanted to,
1: you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. he could easily get a lot of these people out of his way and it would, but it would suit him to do it. It, it will help his political agenda to have opposition gone. And he doesn't seem to be taking down these motherfuckers, but uh, it's still that thing where like, maybe he won't, maybe the next president will. True. So it's, you know, I think it is a kind of a scary thing for any person to have that kind of power and, Obviously, that's why he's working to get the NSA to to step back on a lot of this shit. So, um, but anyway, um, I do feel fucked with because I don't trust Rand Paul. And I think even writing this article kind of does Rand Paul a service and legitimizes him in a way that really he shouldn't be. Nope. But uh, anyway, so I don't feel a lot fucked with though because I can kind of see the logic. 50. Yeah, I'll give it like a 50. Probably a 50. All right, let's go to the next uh segment here. We got to uh play some guest the Race. Now that it's time for some guest the Race. That's right, it's guest the Race time. And now that it's time for some guest the Race. That's right, it's guest the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we listen to and or play music, I mean play articles from around the globe and we have our audience Guess the Race. Uh The audience is racist. All right, let's go. <laughs> Spartanburg, South Carolina. A Spartanburg County man is accused of hitting his girlfriend with his anger management book. <laughs> ah, that's a good one while she was accused of stabbing him with a box cutter, letting them both in jail.
4: Oh. <laughs> she
0: should have been in class too then.
1: Deputy said they were called to the woman's apartment Monday night where the fight broke out while watching the movie. According to Deputy's report, Sheila Thompson, 22, claimed Tyler Ford, 23, strangled her and threatened to kill her several times. That he put her phone in the oven so that she could not call 911 and he popped their infant daughter twice on the legs because she was crying. At one point, Thompson said Ford rolled up his anger management book and hit her with it, according to deputies.
0: <laughs>
1: deputy said Ford had a deep cut on his forearm while Thompson had a bump on her forehead from the fight. The report stated Ford was asking Thompson questions about their relationship and why she tries to get him angry, knowing he has anger management class. But she would only shrug in response, so he hit her on the foot and then the cheek with his book. It sounds like both of these people don't need to be together. dude. No, because if you know your person you live with in relationship with, father of your child, it is, child is having uh, anger management issues um, and trying to get help. Obviously, he's in his class to get help. Mm-hmm. And you want to derail that for some reason. Something
0: wrong with both of y'all.
1: Yeah, like y'all are a very toxic situation and probably should not be around each other. Because mm-hmm. that... Like, something's wrong with both of you. You for egging him on and him for staying there if he's really trying to get help. True. Like this should be a sign for both of them. Like, he needs to be as far away from her as he can and she needs to uh, yeah, leave they, him alone too because... not sound like they need to be together Yeah, don't all. become a statistic. You know, we just talked about how many women end up dead at the hands of their loved ones and shit because of anger issues and domestic violence. Like, y'all motherfuckers do not need to be fucking with each other at all. Mm. Thompson... Walked outside, but Ford told her to come back in so the neighbors wouldn't call the police. But that is when she began to hit him. So he locked the door, Deputy said. The report said when he opened the door back up, she began hitting him again. He hit her in she then she stabbed him. Both Ford and Thompson were arrested. Thompson was charged with criminal domestic violence, high and aggravated, while Ford was charged with criminal domestic violence, second offense. So he must have done this before. Uh so maybe that, maybe that's why he was, uh, already in the classes mm-hmm. might, might have been mandated. But, um, yeah, that, that's a couple that just, wow. Uh, Sparger says that couple that everyone hates black, one whose home is a target for tornadoes white.
2: Oh
4: my.
1: Hashtag good credit, hashtag dog a hashtag beer pong. hashtag farmers markets, hashtag fist pump, hashtag cream cheese eating, hashtag racial draft. HC says, when my parents beat me, it wasn't limited to Pops on the leg, white. Black, says Richard. The correct answer is, is black. Is. black. Okay. And many of you missed it. black, yeah. y'all. Um, but, yeah, they, they were a black couple. Um, and, uh, you know, it's is one of those times where you just like, somebody got to leave, can't have a baby in that situation, you know, can't have a dude that, you know, he's using the baby as an excuse to, I mean, the argument is as an excuse to hit the baby, you know, where he's like, Oh, I'm mad at you. And the baby won't start crying. Now I got to hit the baby. <laughs> like, this, like that makes no fucking sense, dog. So no, yeah. it does not. Uh, next article, Uh, there's a woman who, uh, wait, hold on. I don't want to do this one. Say this for tomorrow. Um, let's try. Uh, well, let's see. All right. Here's one. Here's one. Uh, there's a man who broke into a home and attempted to stole, steal some underwear. Oh my. Mm-hmm. See if I can get it. Oh, I got to refresh. I hit the wrong button. But, uh, yeah, it's happening in Florida of all places, guys. Can you believe that? <laughs> of all the places that can ah! happen. I just can't believe, like, Florida's probably the last one I would expect to have any type of drama like this. Uh, because, you know, such a, such know. a nice place that, what is uh. about you in these videos lately? I don't know. They must have changed something. Uh, they used to play. Uh, I used to get these to play. Um. Unless I hit it hit the wrong order or something. But uh I'll try it one more time. But uh yeah. Um guy goes to Nope, don't want to play.
0: Yeah, I have no anyway, idea why Guy play. goes
1: to to break into um uh into uh um I wonder if I can find this somewhere else. Hold on. Give me one second, guys. But you can. Uh let's see if I can find this, uh this article anywhere else other than this website, I don't know what it is about that particular video player, but it does not want to work with me.
0: Yeah. You get other ones. No problem.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, nope, nope. I was looking to see if it might be on YouTube or something, but, uh, it doesn't seem to be on YouTube either. Um, uh-huh. ch- shit. Um, all right, let me check, uh, news articles. Um yeah, uh, play some music for you guys while I do this. Here you go, enjoy this.
0: Well, I'm broadcasting again. If you if you don't oh, like yeah, yeah, playing be oh, playing all yeah. over. The place. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Wake up, wake up. Gotta get this paper, get this wake up. Got to do my I gotta put on makeup Gotta act like I care about this fake stuff Straight up What a waste of my day If I had it my way I'd roll out of bed, say About 2.30 midday Hit the blunt and hit you up To come over to my place You show up right now We make love and then we fuck And then you give
4: me my space What I am trying to
2: say
1: No, it's Jean Ako, but uh ACO, I think. But nope, couldn't get it to work, so I'll read it. No problem. Fast asleep overnight Saturday, a Golden Gate family was jolted awake. We heard a big boom sound. My husband got up, ran to the kids' room, and said said Mother Janet Gonzalez. Gonzalez said the family grabbed baseball bats and ran downstairs to investigate. I can't believe this is happening to us, Gonzalez said of the incident. She said someone broke their screen. Uh, Lanai and Monday, you could see the damage done by the, to the sliding glass door. Gonzalez said she noticed a bicycle outside with some of their belongings nearby. Oh. It's very odd because he had our laundry detergent, towels, and laundry basket, Gonzalez said. Oh, shit. Nobody could find the culprit. Investigators and the family thought they had checked everywhere. It turns out he was hiding the entire time in the downstairs bathroom. Oh. We were all in the living room. We heard a noise. That's when we realized, has someone checked the bathroom? Gonzalez says she cracked open the door when she spotted the suspect, Manuel Rodriguez. She told us her entire family jumped into action. I closed the door immediately, and I told my kids he's in there. They ran, all of them, to push the door closed so he wouldn't get out. She ran outside to get deputies who arrested Rodriguez immediately. They said the 21-year-old didn't have any weapons. What they did found on, on him brought Gonzalez and her husband to tears. He had my little girl's panties in his pocket and one on the sink. To me, only a sick, perverted person would do that. I never thought we would go through something like this. Said Pedro Laboy, Gonzalez's husband, physically unharmed. They said it will take time to feel safe again in a new 31st Street Southwest apartment. Only for only three weeks. They had just two words for the intruder: "Get help." Gonzalez said. That De- deputies charged Rodriguez with burglary and petty theft. His name is Manuel Rodriguez, and uh, yeah, he. Who apparently likes to look and uh check out little girl's panties um uh after he robs people.
2: Paris, no.
1: Check the chat room to see what they say. Um uh, his uh say I uh, think his uh his race is uh Hispanic. Latino baseball prospects Uno K T N A Tiene Uno Espalda Mayorta or Mayada. I think that's right. Moyata. Hope I pronounced that right. Um I say you better than me at it. Looks like everybody else is scared to guess, so I will just say, uh you guys all got it right. He is Latino. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's my sound effects? Yep. So good job. <clears throat> good job. Um let's go to the next article and uh Moving to the bonus round here, guys. Okay, where's my
0: bonus round round music?
2: Double the points, double the race.
1: Double the points and the race. Bonus round, guys. Still guessing the race, but everything's worth double the points, double the racism, and the double the points, double the racism round of Guess the Race. Here we go, guys. Hope you guys aren't getting nervous. Uh, apparently, uh, there was a Cypress Hill uh, teacher who uh, is accused of sexual having a sexual relationship with a student. Um, uh, Cypress Fairbanks ISD middle school teacher is accused of having a sexual relationship with one of her students, according to Harris County court documents. Corey core- core- and Corey? Okay. Corey Ann long Cory okay Cory and long forty three was in a Harris County court Monday morning to face charges of sexual assault of a charge under of a child under the age of seventeen and having an improper relationship with a student at Hopper Middle School in Northwest Harris County. The investigation started when a fellow student told Hopper middle School staff that he saw long in a fit, male eighth grade age fifteen engaged in horseplay he thought was odd, namely the student spanking long's backside. So he was spanking the teacher's ass. Wow. The student also saw the teacher sitting in the male student's lap, according to court documents. The student that had allegedly been interacting with Long was later interviewed by investigators, documents to the state, and he told them that he and Long had known each other since he was in fifth grade, in sixth grade, (gasps) and that she was his current math teacher. Just how sick would this be if this is a dude for a lot of people? Yeah, everybody's reaction will be totally fucking different.
0: I guess mine is just across the board because he was you,
1: 12, 13 years old. Yeah, You've been grooming
0: this kid since this is fucking fifth grader. And you're an adult. You're going to fuck him, you know, obviously. Ch- children are fucking turned off. They're dumb. They're stupid. You don't yeah. have hair on your balls. Get away from me, boy. She's a child predator.
1: Uh, he told investigators that she performed oral sex on him in November 2013 while the pair were alone in her classroom before Thanksgiving break. According to the side Fair ISD statement on Monday, Long was removed from her position at the school once the allegations against her were made. She had been with the district since 2002. Long is currently on administrative leave and off-campus pending the outcome of the investigation. It's amazing, too. Like, um, I think for women especially, the idea that um, they can get more sex is just ingrained in society. So it's almost like more willful in a way, like, I specifically am going to fuck a little kid.
0: Yeah, because for most women, just the way our society is designed, people seek you out for sex. So if you yeah. want to fuck, there are people they will fuck you with no she, problem. She's
1: a fairly attractive woman that a lot of dudes would let suck their dick. I think the, a lot of times this is the emotional um it's the emotional naivety of the the target that these people are after like just this, this idea that someone worships me because they don't know any fucking better.
0: And I'm there first a lot of people get off on that.
1: The safety of our students is always our highest priority. The district took immediate action to remove the teacher once the allegations were made, and we will continue to co- co- cooperate fully with the law enforcement in this matter said the district statement on the case. Long is currently out on $30,000 bail. She is being presented, I mean represented by Houston attorney Christopher Tretico guess the race of Corey Ann Long, 43 years old, uh, who uh, blew her student. And, you know, that's probably just the only thing he admitted to. She probably did more than that. Of course. You know they fucked. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, she sucked my dick one time. Is she going to get in trouble? It's like, we only need one time. (laughs) That's that's
0: all. Yeah, that's all we need. Because why (laughs) teenagers tell every goddamn thing?
1: uh Impossible pedophile white woman Mary Kay Laterno strikes again white white woman who had been spending all her life li- living in gangsta's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets impossible. Yeah, took a took a vacation to Coon Rapids.
0: Oh, uh, the correct
1: answer is white. Everybody got that. Yes, everybody got that. I'm feeling generous. We'll do one more story, guys. One more, y'all. One more story for you guys to get everything right. Okay, um, she got one wrong. This is your yeah. time to get back into the game. Good luck to my gladiators. I know you guys take this very serious, okay? Um, all right. Cops say... By the way, I never want to be in an article where the headline starts with
0: cops. <laughs> Me either. Cops
1: semicolon.
0: That, the odds are... you were not interviewed during this process you still haven't
1: (laughs) seen one good outcome of these Mm -mm. cops
0: say man found a thousand
1: dollars and is lucky like nope it's always cops say he got killed cops say he did some fucked up shit yeah cops say man fucked seven kids (laughs) uh yeah so cops say a man played grand theft auto for two hours while stepson cried because of broken leg A
4: Chicago man is held on $1,000 bond for allegedly playing a video game for more than two hours while his two-year-old stepson suffered with a broken leg. 19-year-old Luis Matienzo is charged with misdemeanor child endangerment. He told police he knew the boy was hurt, but he played Grand Theft Auto for two and a half hours while the child cried in his playpen. Montienzo told police he stopped playing the video game when it was time to pick up his wife and then sought medical attention for the child. It's not clear what caused the boy's injury. A Chicago man is held on $1,000 bond for allegedly playing a video Stop.
1: What was yeah. Why would he keep playing? Anyway, guess the race, guys. That was the the whole article there. So uh, guess the race. Of, what was this guy's name? Uh, Luis Montienzo, 19 years old uh babies having babies you know and nothing worse than having to pause the game you know because a baby broke the leg i definitely understand where he's coming from with that uh but
0: guess the race everybody in the chat room yeah the baby, the baby crying and you like you know what <coughs> let I'm, me get on these holes on this grand theft Auto. i'm almost done with my level you know i i'm almost about to get in the helicopter yeah like come on man
1: you're fucking up my style Hispanic, says Sparger. Latino who does, who don't speak you no know, English, but can curse you out online. Yeah. Uh, Latino swam from Cuba. One who was featured in the little Cuba missions at Vice City. Italian man trying to give his stepson some of that rocky toughness and the Dos Equis man. Karen, what race would you say Luis Matienzo is?
0: He is his. Oh. -hmm. Oh, wait a minute! That changes
1: a lot right there. That's the picture, Karen. I mean, what do you think about the picture, Karen? Is the official judge here,
0: guys? Oh my! Mm -hmm. That look like a white dude.
1: Karen says white, so only one of you guys got it.
0: Yes.
2: He'll show you the
0: picture. He does not look Latino. That's the person who guessed
1: white. You got. You're the only one who got it.
0: Yeah, he's gonna put the picture in there. Yeah, you guys. That name's Latino, but that dude is
1: not Latino.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, uh, that is it for um, guess the race, guys. So hopefully you tally your votes and you see what you got. Can't leave without talking about sword ratchiness. Um, a shop assistant was so sick of two customers coming into his shop in Stokes Craft that he threatened them with a the samurai sword before attacking them. Oh my. Aaron Rafik. Brandished the ornamental weapon and attacked a banned shopper and his friend at Ashley News, too. Uh, Bristol Crown Court heard Rafik 23 of West Town Lane, Brislington uh, pleaded guilty to an assault and threatening a person with a blade in October last year. Judge Alan Large told him there was a samurai sword behind the counter. Um, oh my. You took it out of its sheath. You put it in a volatile situation and with this very dangerous weapon in your hand, you charged into Mr. Christoph Drinko, kicked him to the ground and he must have been absolutely horrified. You kicked him and you pointed the sword at him. When Mr. Drinko came back with Martin, who was trying to pay for two cans of Red Bull, you punched him in the face, dragged him out of the shop and kicked him. Oh, the judge gave Rafika nine month jail term suspended for two years with 200 hours of uh, uh, unpaid work and 250 euro cost what he didn't go to jail wow neil treyhorn prosecuting, showed the incident as captured by the shop cctv he said Rafik is seen to pull and add, add an item remove it from a sheath and he then walks around the corner and charges that drink on knocking him off his feet Rafik then weighs the sword around bringing it across his chest and held it within centimeters of his neck he then kicks Drinko while he's on the floor. Drinko then gets up on his feet and both males are ushered out of the shop by another customer. The court heard that Martin re-entered the shop. Rafiq punched him in the head, made a flying leap at him, and kicked him to the ground. Mike uh, went to a the A Flying fling- leap? Mm-hmm. So what he the angel. hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah, he was uh, using or
0: something?
1: Yeah. He was like, don't make me pull out my shotgun. I'm going from the black belt. Mm-hmm. Use my shine gun technique. i am gonna get the 9 tail fox on you. Sexy jiu-su. Um <laughs> Uh Mike Winter, defendant, said this is the final straw to break the camel's back. And all that guy wanted to do was smoke some camels. Well, it makes That's sense. That's it. And pay for some Red Bulls. Stokes Croft is an area frequented by alcoholics and drug users. It is a difficult environment to operate in. This is a most unpleasant incident, with, which was out of character. Mr. Winter said the sword had belonged to his client's grandfather who had passed away some weeks prior to the incident. He said Rafiq was remorseful, ashamed, and felt he had let himself and his family down. The court heard Rafiq no longer wished to work in the shop and was now working in furniture removals where he's probably cutting people in our house. Go to adamandeve.com, code TBGWT. Go to tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. Get your discounts. Hook us up. Hook yourself up. We'll be back tomorrow at 7. So until then, I love you. You do, baby. Mwah.